0: We're back again. We're back. It's a new month, Scott. New month. 100
1: episodes gone. That's right. We're entering
0: a new Mm, century. mm. The next 100 episodes. A new century. (laughs) Is it a century? Uh, I don't know. The next something. Anyway, we are starting a new series because it's Thanksgiving time, Scott. We're talking about being thankful. thankful.
1: That's right. Oh, look. We almost matched there. Yummy Coke. mm, We have not won, but... Dose special guest That's today. Right. One both returning Both head pastors Both head pastors Justin Hagler Comes know back him. to
0: talk to Our friend Brian Wilson Who's know been him. on the podcast before Yes And we went and talked about What Brian is doing With Galilee Baptist Church And their baseball league It is amazing If you've watched the pre-show Or seen the stuff With Todd Walker Did a couple weeks ago And now as we're talking about The World Series just ended Baseball is gonna kick back up In the spring And we want you to get involved To help this really cool story of doing good and what we're thankful for this year
1: of people that are trying to solve problems. And I am telling you, they tells you some stuff that's just amazing. They have done great things in a short amount of time.
0: And they need you. There's more to come. So find yeah. out about what they're doing, what they did this past fall, and what they're going to do in the spring. If you like baseball, if you're interested in trying to help Shreveport-Bossier and all the violence and things going on, we are really excited to have Brian on to talk about well, what they're they,
1: doing. And they need more than just money. They need time. They need mentors. They need a lot. They need we can you help. We need you, just like the old army. That's
0: right. But make sure to subscribe so you get every episode. Over these next couple of weeks, we're going to share more do good stories and the people we're thankful for what they're doing. Give us a five star review. It helps us to find it, and we would love for you to be a part of what's happening here at Backstage what's with going the Simple Church.
2: On?
3: See, I made it back, Scott.
0: Yes, and he's back. That's right. Scott's is a little weak sometimes. I didn't it's miss very I, weak.
3: I missed the 100th episode. 100. And we we we're apologize about that. for that. But we're setting wow. a new standard today because we got a special guest right. in here, son. All right, all right. All right, Brian mm. Wilson. Wasn't yes, Brian Wilson in the top five anyway? Yes, yes, you yes, were. You sir. Hey, did you know this? You, you and Brandon. No, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Beach Boys. <laughs> She was talking about no, we're talking people. about boys to men. No. Boys to me. men. To the B-B-B- end B-B-B- of, the, of, the, so the road. of all of our podcasts. Of, yeah, this Ruben. most yep. downloaded. Say
1: something. You were number Man, two. So. Number I think yeah. number two. Yeah, number two. You and Brandon. Yeah.
3: Wow. See,
1: that's, right. that's why we go. got. Him we back. went back
0: and looked a hundred episodes. Justin, we you did not on, but you can answer now. Do you have a favorite episode? You remember that you recorded with Scott? Oh, I don't know. If I did my
3: favorite, I mean,
0: Scotts was. The Johnny Walker Red, yeah, that would probably
1: be <laughs> yep. up there because we, yeah. no, we got pretty I, no, tickled. No, no, my favorite. No, that, that was John's. I'm sorry, John's I'm sorry, favorite. That was John. my favorite. Was when we brought your dad on. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah for oh, sure.
3: Now gosh. those are all funny, but if it was down to serious, it would have been with Brian. I mean, that was Aww. pretty well because. He was, I mean, early on, Brian, we did their first podcast. Which episode was that? Is it, it was in the 30s. Go I got back? the number, yeah. I yeah. put it in the
0: show notes last week, but I'll put it again this week. Well, the only reason I say s- that,
3: because you were s- opening s- our s- eyes, literally, to all kinds of things. And that was in the middle of everything going on. Right, the
4: George Floyd George stuff, Floyd. Oh, yeah, man. Middle of the pandemic. And
3: was- then I was learning things about, like, your childhood that right. I wasn't aware of. I mean, there right. was a lot in that. Right. And that's where the friendship started, son. Right, right. I think you understand people more when you learn where they come from. Yes,
4: <laughs> you get absolutely. To understand
3: them a lot more, and that's why we're glad you're here because we're gonna learn more about what you're doing down in Galilee and absolutely. the mural. You got a lot going on, right? So let's go ahead and get into it. Evan, I don't want to take it away. What what do oh, what you, you have in your mind on?
0: Absolutely. So it's November, guys. It's about to be Thanksgiving and there's a lot of people doing good that we want to celebrate some good stories in the month of November. We're going to talk about do good stories. We're all about doing good, solving problems. And you are trying to solve a really big problem that's overwhelming problem. that a lot of people talk about with shootings and violence in Shreveport Bozier and what stuff right. going on. So let's start with you. Introduce yourself, tell us who you are, tell us what you do.
4: All right, My name is Brian Wilson I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana I'm the pastor of Galilee Missionary Baptist Church In Shreveport Um, Pretty much been living there All my life Um, Graduated from Grambling State University And Morehouse School of Religion That's them tigers (laughs) I didn't
1: know what that was
0: (laughs) Dude, I'm I'm back We need to clip that sound effect And just pull it out I'll find it We do
3: need some sound If Grambling Uh, wants uh, to go ahead And use it When they say (laughs) to The Gramblers. <laughs> wow. I don't think they want to Just let the band play. With oh, that's ever. the truth. There exactly. you go. That's exactly right. Oh. You got? Don't you have some musician? Don't? don't you, didn't you play something or no? I Give was me. in the band of Gramblers. That's what I'm talking about. What'd, What'd you, you play? play? Alto Jinx. sax.
0: Nice. I Ooh. played alto sax in middle school, and I was terrible. <laughs> I did not stick with it. <laughs> I played trumpet.
3: <laughs> I like Brian's face. This is why I do wish there was video because Brian goes, "Y'all ain't nothing but foolish in yeah, here." Man. Absolutely. I, enjoy this. I now, do. All right. So Brian, though, you played alto all the way through. Yeah man,
1: that's why wow. like, you
3: ain't playing no more. No, nah, I don't.
1: You no. don't. You don't play in your room by like, yourself. Just <laughs> careless so whisper. I, yeah. I do have it in my um, <laughs> in my church <laughs> office. Uh huh.
4: And I do play like you know in the oh, church okay. office, man. But I make sure like ain't nobody there. Oh why?
3: whatever, man. I bet you got skill. <laughs> like when you're you.
1: like when you're stressed, you just kind of pull it out and yeah. just kind of relax. We have to get out a worship relaxing. night. Yep. Bring yeah. the sax out. Oh a little, yeah, Kenny G. No, Kenny would be tenor. Would
4: actually like I put a whole studio in my office so. Look at that. Really? That's for what you what? need to do. Huh?
3: For recording music?
4: Yeah. Man, what and you making, talking about? Making making like beats and stuff. You know, just to like really occupy my time if I'm just trying to like you say relieve some stress or something. Yeah, so I got a whole How computer. Come, we need to bring a beat yeah, in we haven't on this. Yeah, we've been invited. I got a keyboard with the beat machine on it. <laughs> oh, Two that's those, awesome. And uh,
3: all that, man.
1: You could make us a beat or that's an intro. We need a backstage. in intro was the
3: intro thing I could say. Beat. That you I can give y'all Yeah, we need absolutely. that Absolutely We need to put that on I got one. it on
0: my phone I'm gonna let y'all check it out Alright That's a deal yeah. Yes, absolutely right. So besides making music yeah. As a pastor What made you decide to go into ministry? What made you decide to kind of go that route? And uh,
4: Well, this all God's doing that, that just a strong conviction to do that um, I grew up in the church My mom was a church musician So she pretty much We were raised in the church Me and my brother You know, we sat on a piano stool with her When we were babies And so we were just in the church Um, The whole ministry thing kind of came about uh, my freshman year at college at Grambling. Um, That's kind of just when I felt a strong, you know, um, pull towards ministry. Like I had a strong desire and passion to do that. So I'll definitely say that kind of just came from God, kind of something that just happened, not necessarily something that I was seeking to do. I just felt a strong desire that wouldn't go away. So I felt like either I could continue to ignore her. Ignore the desire Or I could just You know Submit to it So I decided to Submit to it We're
3: I'm glad you did That's man, right yeah. Doesn't go yeah. well for people When they ignore it typically <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> no, no, no My man. life is a perfect example So how long have
3: you been At, at Galilee now? Um, five This is my fifth year And and when you surrendered The ministry as a freshman You immediately went Into serving somewhere Or what was the you No know, I just continued To um sit under my pastor At the time
4: At uh, my home church In Shreveport Yeah so I sat under Pastor Lewis Smith um, pretty much through the rest of college. Then I went to Morehouse School of Religion to get my master's degree in divinity. And so when I did that, I actually changed to, a course, another pastor that was in Atlanta, sat under him for like three years. Then um, Pastor Jones, who was, who was my predecessor at Galilee, he hired me to be the singles pastor in Shreveport. So I came back home and sat under him for like, Two more years, and then I got called a pastor at First Baptist in Cullen, Louisiana, which is by Spring Hill. Yeah, pastor there for like seven years. How old are you? Right,
2: Sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's it's twenty. This is wow. crazy, right? You
3: can't be.
4: And so I've been, yeah. It's it's really it's really been. So I've been preaching for uh,
3: twenty-one years, wow. and I'm thirty-nine. Wow,
1: thirty-nine. 20 he looks years. like
3: twenty-five. He's so when one you start year older st- than me. Yeah, we don't we don't need a YouTube video
1: now then, so they can't compare <laughs> them to nope. You can't really even tell me part. He apart. looks like way better. Hey, Twenty-one years, man. Twenty-one that's what I'm years. About. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So after Colin, where did you go?
4: That's when I came. That's came when Galilee K- called me. Um, my predecessor had passed away, and they called me, and I've been there. This is my fifth year.
3: Wow. And then when we were sitting around talking all this stuff, this is what we're getting to today. So. We were talking about church and all these kind of things. And you had this thing in your mind when we were doing a whole lot of, you know, discussing. Right. And I was like, you got to get outside the walls of church. You got to figure out something. And then what did you come up with? Because you came up with, in the midst of all that, you're like, I got something for you, right. Jay. So it was the T-ball league <laughs> that, I, that just came to me, man. And um, I just
4: recognized there was a need mm-hmm. to give our children something to do. Like I said, I have children of my own. And I kind of recognized that many of many of my kids' friends didn't have much to do outside of school. And I recognize that if, man, I wonder, if I didn't have my child in sports, I couldn't imagine, like, what he would be getting into mm-hmm. because you have so much time between when you get out of school and you go to bed. Yeah. And I don't think that time should be used just sitting around looking at your iPad or looking at TV or stuff like that, you know, burn some of the energy. So I felt like that was like a microcosm of what was going on in our community Mm -hmm. as a whole. And so I felt the need to do it for that reason, to like get our kids back involved in something. Then more specifically baseball because we weren't playing baseball. Many of us in the African-American community Mm -hmm. don't play baseball, don't know much about baseball, don't watch baseball. However, we have a rich history in baseball, yeah, so I thought it' would be a tragedy if we disconnected from that rich history and looked at baseball as a game that only white people play. Wow, that's you know cool. that, that's to me, that's bizarre. I think it's a game that everybody should play, and um, it's better when everybody is doing it. That's my opinion. That's oh yeah, I agree.
3: No, we agree. When
4: everybody is doing it, white and black, when we are both together and mm-hmm. doing, doing one thing together. It's better, no matter what it is. Yep. If we doing church together, that's right. If we do it together, it's always better. That's true. You know, just like this platform. Yep.
3: Absolutely. And hey, you... what's cool to me is, and sorry, just okay. real fast, Evan is on the, in the history of Galilee. Which many people that don't know about our area specifically. We have some people who listen locally than other people who listen outside of it. Right. You're at the original Spar Stadium, which we went over with Todd Walker. We were looking at all those pictures and stuff. Todd played baseball for the Rockies and for the right. Red Sox and all these and we were looking at all these different Images of like from the 1930s This field has been used Including in the Negro Leagues Including early Shreveport captains So you're in the church Is on that property you tell us about How you actually have The baseball field as a a Part of the church now because most people don't even Know that story either because that's pretty cool Yeah, It's pretty cool Um, my predecessor Pastor
4: Jones when he was pastoring That baseball stadium that we Have now was like the landmark Like the sports arena for Shreveport sports, you know, generations used that stadium like they use Independence Stadium today. That yeah. was independent Stadium before Independence Stadium. Yep. So they played baseball on that field, football on that field. Every high school that didn't have a field used that field like they use Cattle Parish Stadium. It's pretty cool. And we knew, like, I didn't know anything about that, but when that when um the city of Shreveport decided to open up Fairgrounds Field is when they decided to just basically close that field down. So when the the, uh, minor league team left that stadium, it was just sitting there deserted, like looked real bad, just like the stadium does over, you know, Shreveport Captain Stadium on Fairgrounds Field. And so they did a a property um, swap, the city of Shreveport. They swapped that property for Galilee's old church that was downtown on Williamson Street. And since we were in a new church, they swapped the properties basically for free. I don't wow. really know like what the exchange yeah, sure. was. And so we end up inheriting the stadium. They end up inheriting the old church. And the reason they that there was like a even swap is because Galilee, the old church is where Martin Luther King used to come and speak in street, whenever he now was in Shreveport. So that building in itself it's is just historic. historic. Yeah. You know? wow. And so that was the church, you know, that was a lot to keep up when you're trying to keep this historic building up because of who was here. Yep. More than one time, you know, like this is where, this is like one of the hubs. And so um, they did the swap. The city owns Old Galilee now. We own the stadium. Just so happened to have Albert Bell that was a member of the church at the time, as well as Riley Stewart. Albert Bell was a major, major league baseball player back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. He was a member of Galilee.
0: I did not Uh, know that.
4: Yeah, and um, Riley Stewart, who was a um, Negro League baseball player, He was a member as well. They came together, put their money together and resources together, renovated the whole field to what you see today. And um, they started playing softball in there like when I was like a kid. They had like this big, thriving community softball league, but it was like softball, no matter what age you were, Mm -hmm. it was like slow-pitch softball. And so they did that for years, and it really helped a lot of kids. Like if you didn't make your middle school team a high school team, you could play in Galilee's, I'm serious, Yeah, and That's that what like I a, did. I was not good. Right, that was like I was like a big something. deal, though, because for, for kids that didn't make the team, now they felt like they were still part of a team. So sure. I, I saw a lot of kids that didn't make the team in high school or middle school, but they put their all into Galilee's recreational leagues because that was like their moment to play. Yeah. yeah. You know, play the game organized and feel good about it. So, okay, so over time, like everything else, it kind of, Um, kind of fell off the league and everything. And so fast forward to my time, and I knew the history. I knew about how they used the stadium, how much they capitalized off of it when I was a kid with those leagues. And I was like, you know what? We got to start using this again. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm going to put a spin on it. Let's do T-ball. And the reason I thought about T-ball is because those kids are between four and six years old. My thought is, this is my theory that if, if I can reach the child at an early age and keep them with me mm-hmm. over time, then I think we, I might have a better chance of helping this child go in a good direction because I started when they were four, six years old and I'm following them. Oh yeah. You know, and I keep following them and that now they have a mentor, somebody with them, whether that's the coach or that's me. Mm-hmm. And now they have somebody with them, a positive reinforcement. And maybe I can turn that child around because it's hard for me to reach a child that's 16 or 17. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, yeah. I, I, I I mentor kids that are in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I met them in middle school and high school. Yep. And my experience has been a lot of them already have their mind, in my opinion, based mm-hmm. on my involvement with them. They already have their mind made up, believe it or not. That they want to be a part of the system. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, we glorify stuff like that in our communities. Oh, yeah. You know? And so the kids, that's what the kids look up to when they may not have a father figure
1: mm-hmm. to
3: look up to. Yeah.
1: That is shocking.
3: Yeah. and so Well, if you think about it, not really. I mean, it's
1: shocking for someone like me. Yeah,
3: but like, this is why I go back to it. It kind of is, but then really think about it. All your movies are glamorizing it, right. all the rap artists are oh, glamorizing it. Yeah. Your your television shows glamorize it. So if you're in the community and then the people that do make it and they have money and they have cars and they I mean that's where I go. It's really not when you really pull back and go, They don't they're going to do that. That's my hope. That's my dream. Wow. Where, you know, the majority feel like, Hey, man, that's how I could make it where then the minority now is you have no baseball. You've had right. no now you have basketball and you have football. Right. Uh in the school system. That, that's
4: another thing though. Is that I see a lot of kids today, they actually play football and basketball coming up in high school and were very good, but their careers didn't go any further than that. Yeah. And they still didn't have that positive reinforcement in their life. Yeah. And that's that's the, the missing piece that I see with us doing T ball. I told my wife yesterday, I'm doing this on purpose. They have no idea my whole intentions behind this. So mm-hmm. really I'm tricking a child.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: For I, their own good. I, all I want is to be in their presence and to have some influence in their life over time. So that when I need to stop them from doing something silly, mm-hmm. they'll listen to me.
0: There's buy-in yeah. Right. Because
4: yeah. I've been with them. So it's all for me, it's all a it's all a strategy to this that they have no clue about. And no, they just want to
3: play. <laughs> right, they
4: just want to play, but what they don't understand is I want them here because I want them to know who I am so that when I need to reach them, yep. their mom can call on me and they'll listen to me because they have some buy-in. They know me. They know Pastor Wilson. There are kids now in the league. If I'm at the store, I had a kid walk up to me at the store a few days ago. I was looking for a Halloween costume, and the kid said, hey, you that man that be coming to watch me play. He has no idea that I'm the founder of the league, right? He just, he just sees You're me one of his fans. The I'm, I'm the fan. Yeah. That's what he sees me as. And that was okay. I said, you know what? I am a fan of you. Yeah, that's I awesome. am the man that come to watch you play. Yeah. However, it's working.
3: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and, and if you think about it, for the listeners that don't know, I know this, which is crazy. So you start the, the idea. You have the idea. You start it. Right. You nervous about starting it because you're like, man, I don't think any, I don't know if anybody's gonna right. come. I don't know what's gonna happen. I and pray- what then? What happened when you started? I prayed to God I, on my knees.
4: I prayed to God, Lord, send me forty kids. Just send me forty, and we can. This will be a good start. And man, the next day, we posted my the social media team posted the flyer on Facebook. And man, by the end of the night that night, we had over eighty kids. It went double it yeah. went Nuts, and I was like, I told my wife, I don't think I know what I just <laughs> got myself into. And did you grow like, up playing baseball? You
0: love baseball? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: I, yeah. Did, I, I did. I didn't. I didn't um, stay with it, but I did all the way through elementary school. Yeah. My brother was a heck of a baseball player all the way through high school. So I, I had to benefit. My dad was a coach, high school coach, a retired gotcha. high school coach. So I grew up at this game. I grew up in sports. Yeah. We were a sports family. My mom, because she married him. Uh, they were. She she became a sports sports fan. So even though they were divorced when I was coming along, mm-hmm. she was still like this woman that was more intense mm-hmm. about sports than I was.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like I saw them I'll out see. there the other night too. They still some they some intense mamas out Listen, there now. It's intense, and it be the adults. Oh, yeah. oh always. You
4: know, it's not the kids. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I have to remind them. It's T-ball. Your yeah. child doesn't even care. <laughs> They just flowers. They want the a loss. No, they just want the snacks. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. right. So that's what they want. You have to come to the game with that with
3: a different yep. approach. Well, and I saw it, man. Yeah. There's some great parents out there. There's some yeah. great leaders, some great mentors. Yeah. But you do a next level because man, he puts a PA up. Announces, does some music to get them going. Yeah, man. We got a DJ. Oh, you got a DJ? The games? Oh, yeah, they got like we, a little that DJ. Is awesome. Yeah, he's like, he don't, it ain't like. We have a professional DJ.
4: We have the, a radio personality calling the games. DJ Jabberjaws on one of the local hip hop <laughs> stations.
2: That he is calls awesome. the game. Yeah, he does. I mean, and it's the
4: Music like, yeah. be playing. We have time. We have like in between the teams switching offense and defense. They have a dance off just depending on how we feel at the time, it's we might fun, just man. be like, hey, awesome. y'all just start dancing. So the first base and second baseman, they be dancing, and the coaches be trying to get them in position. <laughs> they still <study, be laughs> dancing, they be mad. Like, stop them from doing that. I'm like, no, no this man, is fun. It's just fun. Let them we have fun. to get them in position. Who well, cares? This is just well, Yeah, especially right? then. They
3: don't even know position. Like, we, Todd came out there, and which was awesome, you know. He was just wants to help, be a part of whatever. We are laughing, and he's like, man, T-ball is just awesome really like unorganized chaos you're trying to organize it and you're trying to get but it was so fun to see the smiles and the And Then we had some kid and you might remember this you were you were behind the home plate Mm -hmm. me and Todd right there behind first and we were talking I was just saying hey there's I was explaining to him giving him a little update before we had a chance to meet and this one little boy comes out and he has stickers all on his face and his (laughs) helmet and everything and he just hugging us you know, and and I said, Todd, this is what it's about right here, you know, and then the the uh, the ma, the mom who's the coach, she's like, I can't remember his name. Get in the dugout, yeah. and I was like, look, mom, it's on us. This is hundred percent. I said we selfish because we don't mind getting these hugs right. right now, right? But he just wanted to hug and just thank us for being there, it, because it was somebody. To, hey, you know, like somebody's watching us. There's somebody else here. But I was like, man, how cool is it? To see all of those, you know, moms and dads in the stands, grandparents in the stands, kids on the field having fun, people coaching. How about the umpire? Old school umpire, son. Oh, man, he was he would, <laughs> blue. Listen, he's he,
4: next level he was too. Refereeing when I was playing, it, it. I'm serious. <laughs> How old is that dude, man? Man, he in his eighties. Yeah, he's out there. He's in his eighties. Yes. Wow. Yeah, wow.
3: But you got buying, and the reason I say that somebody in their eighties out there giving their time, right. Right. loving on these kids, right. and then you got people, yeah, man, in their twenties out there. Yeah. I, I just that is I, awesome.
4: I just tried to mix it up a little bit. So I was like, you know what? Oh, he. I love it. My too. man been here for a long time. Let's 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 call him up and see. <laughs> If he'll come back out, you know. He, oh, and he did. Man, he, he makes no calls. He just no, stands he there the whole time. <laughs> really, makes no calls. Yes, <laughs> no, no, he's got no, his uniform his on. Yeah, he got his uniform on. Makes not one call. He's not gonna say if he's safe or not. He just watches the whole. He's supposed to be there. It's awesome though. He's just but, happy to be there, and I'm happy to have him. Yeah, I creates played, an atmosphere. His, yeah, his sister taught me how to play basketball. I played basketball wow. for his sister. Huh. Um, in elementary school And that's the best Basketball coach I ever had in my career What elementary that's was that? Awesome. Lakeshore Elementary That's what I'm talking yeah, about we're Best Shore. basketball team In Shreveport, Bossier. And the reason I know Because we had to play Everybody in Shreveport Parks And Bossier Parks That's awesome. Every year And we beat them From third to fifth grade Every year See Yeah Wow have mm-hmm. From a from but, female basketball coach
1: Hold that's on awesome. though Athlete, musician here. I'm just throwing it all Here's out there. seeing <laughs> In the future I think That there needs to be simple versus Galilee leadership. Mm -hmm. On the T ball. Oh, t-ball oh you want
3: a softball oh, right. match? No,
1: I'm not even talking about soft. I'm talking about t ball. <laughs> if the
3: kids <laughs> don't t <don't> ball, <laughs> hey, that's because you want to hit the ball off the tee. That's that's a, I've got to have a chance. <laughs> no, it was a softball though. Yeah, so so hey, yeah. Joint yeah softball. Invite yeah, the kids fun. out.
1: Invite yeah. the kids out. Make a day uh-huh. of it. Bring the DJ out.
3: Right. Oh, that's we what do. I'm talking about. We we raise some it. money for the uh for the league. Yeah, raise. Yeah, we can have.
1: You can have some sponsorship. Raise money for the league. Just started
4: some. We gonna do that. We're gonna do it in the spring. Yeah. Oh,
1: That's it. God, All right. So let's let's fun.
4: talk about
3: that because yeah. there may be another question y'all have. But the the one thing that we've been talking about on the pre show and telling people about, and had Todd out there, and we showed your story and telling everybody what's going on. The bottom line is, is you did the fall league one time only to get interest. The the idea. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is you're going to be every spring moving forward. Right. So talk a little bit about that.
4: Yeah. We just. I just did the fall league because it it was concept, and I was like, we got to. We need to do it now. And my whole idea was, okay, if I can get them, capture them in the fall, I can bring them over into the spring and then we can switch over to only spring so we won't be competing with football Mm -hmm. during the fall season. And so we're going to switch it over to the spring and just do spring. We're adding um, seven- and eight-year-old slow pitch because we want to get involved with, like, the Little League organization. Like, my, 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 my full vision is this. My prayer is that we can send a team to the Little League World Series in a few years, and we start now, and I can really see that happening because a lot of untapped talent—that's right—was out there. I saw I saw five-year-olds backhand stop the ball; didn't even know what they were doing. Yep, just instinct, just instinctively. Oh yeah, gonna reach the reaches the glove back, and it falls in the glove. They have no idea. I saw I saw double double plays being executed not even knowing they just executed a double play. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Like, yeah, the just talent. Naturally doing these things, and I'm like, wow. But here's the most beautiful thing. Their parents did not even know that their kids had this ability yeah. until this league. So now they are watching their kids saying, wow, my child is talented. Mm-hmm. Let's do something else with them. Yep. Let me sign them up in basketball, too. So you literally have parents. I'm saying that to say, This is big for our community because our community was missing community. Hmm. Yeah. We were no longer community. We were just people doing our own thing in our own houses as opposed to when I was raised. My neighbor literally kept me until my mama got home. Yeah. And she had the permission to whoop me.
2: Mm -hmm. I (laughs) said I'm serious.
4: I had I, I sat at her table. I ate food with her kids. And she treated me like I was her child until mm-hmm. my mom came home. You could do that, and that became community. You yep. could walk up the street and join the football team yeah. just because you saw them out there practicing at the park up the street, and you just walk up to the coach, I want to play too, because that's how most of us joined the team. Yeah, We just walked up there riding our bikes, we saw them practicing, I want to play too. And that that started something within us. We don't have any of that anymore. Yeah. And so I'm really just trying to recapture what I feel like
3: saved my life. But that's big, man. It's so huge. you, so in that process, you got got 100 kids have mm-hmm. gone through, well, about 80 kids that yeah. ended up coming through. Over 100 signed up, and you had about 80 some participate, which is amazing, double what you ever even thought. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to move into the spring, right. and you want to do now two age groups. Right. So right. now you're going to let these ones that are the, whatever they are, five and six or four and five, they're moving up, and then you're going to, Create the next age group up, and you need some help. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's what we're getting down
4: to. Absolutely, man. Uh, So this this fall season, we were blessed to purchase every uniform, so the whole league was free. We purchased the trophies; no teams had to go get individual trophies. The league purchased the trophies, which was about over eighty trophies. We purchased the uniforms. That's everything. That's the jersey, the hat. The socks, YMCA sponsored the pants Mm -hmm. for us. So every child had a pair of pants. And my thought is we have to do this. Yeah. Because if we, parents can't afford to do this. Baseball is an expensive sport. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I'm fortunate, and my wife, we're fortunate to have occupations
2: Mm -hmm.
4: that allow us to put our children in the baseball league in the football league and in um, whatever league they want to play in however we have to pay at least $150 for any of those leagues yeah now that's us but I recognize most people are not where we are
2: Mm -hmm.
4: and so that's who I think about and I say We have to make it free, and I believe if we are who we say we are as people, Mm -hmm. if I say I love my community as much as I say I do, then it should not be hard for me as a pastor and league organizer to get people from the community in the city to buy in and donate funds or equipment to help make this happen. And we in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah,
3: Surely we can make this Oh, we've happen. already Well, we already in That's why I'm telling him yeah. And that's why I've told out Todd And everybody else Is like and, and there's no secret I told Brian from the start Before I even knew what was up I was like We're going to figure it out We in absolutely. So they're going Get equipment. So if you're listening, you go, well, what does that mean? I've already had a couple of families. They're, they're going to bring equipment. They already right. said, man, i got to clean out this. So we're going to try to create a place that you can have equipment that can be distributed. We don't care how you do it. Right. Now, if you want help doing that, then we'll help get that done. Or if you say, man, we need some sponsorships. There's some business. And go, man, I can help right. sponsor this because they love baseball or they want to be a part of this, that, and the other. But you also need volunteers possibly right. because what we're trying to do is, and that's what Brian, what I love his heart is, is like – To be able to go out there, it's good for me. Every time I've taken anybody out there, they're always like, man, this is cool. So as a volunteer, you're going to be encouraged. And then for the kids, it's good because they see white folks, black folks, all of us getting along. Me and Brian, we love each other. I'm going to hug him. (laughs) Kids are going to be playing. I was throwing the ball with them. Well, truthfully, some of them don't know how to take that. I mean, if you remember the first podcast, Brian was like, I ain't got a lot of white friends. True or not true? True. And so then I was like, dude, you got one in me. Right. And then when you get to get out there, then those kids see that all of those things are honoring God. All of those things show the kingdom. You Absolutely. know, and that's where I'm like, "B, you did it, man. You're making it happen, baby." Well, we I was to
4: first say, man, you you changed my perception of white people. I'm just being honest, and so I appreciate you, <laughs> you for, for showing that. That's, I'm saying that, and I'm saying that like in a in a like I'm complimenting the entire community because when you grow up. Around nothing but black people, mm-hmm. and in the black, I went to all black schools. Um, I blew up. I grew up only around black people for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, see what I'm saying? So, you you hear, and you also experience different things from mm-hmm. other races. That sometimes you 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 blanket the whole race because of experience you had with mm-hmm. one white person, and so you blanket the whole. Or you and you hear the history, mm-hmm. right? And then Justin comes mm-hmm. along. Not only does he sound like me. Uh,
3: you know, but, That's because I went to Werner Park, dog. Right, and all the white you know. folks hate me for it. It don't match my roots, hey, baby. You not hate it, it, it. sound like That's me. That's that Werner Park, baby, represent. But, man,
4: he, like, literally, when I come in, I don't feel any, like, pretensions. Like, it's just, what's up, baby? And it's like, man, like, is this real? Like-. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, you know, yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> no, know. dude, that's fortunate, baby. <laughs> you <and>, lucky. <laughs> man, I
4: feel it's like you know, just being here. You know, this is this is big because all of this came from the George George mm-hmm. Floyd conflict right. and our desire to bridge the gap. That's right between the black community and the white community. I understand what this league. It cannot be just about me, and it cannot be just about mm-hmm. Galilee, because we are not even. It, we may be. But it's nothing has longevity when you're doing it by yourself. That's right. When you have other people in other churches, and you have, like I said before, everything is better when black and white people are doing it together. Mm, that's true. This league is the same way. We had, of course, we had like 95% of our kids, maybe even more than that, were black kids. However, it's not a key, it's not a league for just black kids. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, and, I feel And that's what and that's why um, it's important for me to. Uh, have conversations yeah. and reach out to my brothers and sisters yeah. in the white community because the longevity of it and the, the impact of it is better for the kids if we do it together. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, that's just my belief.
3: No, it's the truth though yeah. and that's why I love Brian and that's why I'm proud of you, man. I told you, the other, every time I go out there I try to tell you and I told your wife, yeah. Yeah, I will pull her aside and I'll be like, hey, listen, when he's doubting and he's laying his head down, you remind him because yeah. God's called you to do it and I know God brought us together. I mean, right. through the tragedy of George Floyd, and everybody don't understand all that, God is going to do something good out of it. Right. He's going to bring something good out of it. And one thing He brought my life is you. And I am, I mean, forever grateful for that. Right. And I know it's just beginning. I mean, and, and that's why I, w- I was so proud of you because we talked about church. And, and church is cool inside the walls. That's cool. But simple church has always been and tries to be about outside the walls. Right. Impacting people and impacting a community. Because if we just gathering and doing church, we've been doing that for a long time, and not a lot's changed. And we even had a prayer thing out at the independent statement. I'm for that. Mm-hmm. Brought these pastors and stuff together. We went out. But the truth is, you came up with something that's missing in the community. You have God blessed y'all with the facilities to do it. We don't. And and the, and when you did it, look, all the money came in. I mean, different things are going on, and I was like, dude, God's blessing it. Dude, God's blessing it. So yeah. I'm just there to fan the flame and say thanks for being obedient, and what can we do to be blessed, to be a part of it? And that's why I keep telling our church, y'all, hey, man, if you got your equipment, do it. If you got yeah. some funds, you can do it. If you got some relationships that can have that influence, come on, man, Whatever get involved to be a part of it.
4: To make sure that we keep this league free for our kids yep. is my biggest mission. I don't want the parents yeah. to have to come out of their pocket because I believe it is. With all of the resources we have in America, stuff like this ought to be free for kids. Oh yeah, I mean it's just that's just the investment that you and I ought to make into our children, our future. I mean they are our future. They are oh, yeah. our present. Like, yep. Literally, I'm gonna die one day, mm. and somebody is going to have to sit in the seat that I'm sitting in today. I would much rather mm-hmm. put my time into that person. Yeah. Than, than focus on me. Yep. You know that, what I'm saying? That's why we get along. Yeah. Now you know why we boys. Yeah. yeah. So i much rather I love this young generation. That's good, I really man. do. I think they I think they're coming up and they're more independent in their thinking, mm-hmm. even though that makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. They're more independent in their thinking, which is good. Um they seem to be more conscious of stuff that's going on around them. That's that's good. Yeah. All of those things are good. So they have the brains. Mm-hmm. They have the awareness that they, they're sharp kids, much sharper than I was. <laughs> However, yeah. I had stuff to do, yep. they don't. Yep. And so now you have these brilliant kids with nothing to do to use their brilliance. Yep. What you think they're going to do?
3: Hey, and let me add one other thing on there, too, because you, you have the sports side, which yeah. is incredible. But I took my daughter, who my youngest, Emma, she loves art. So you don't even know this. I took them back down there when you wasn't down there or anything, and I walked them through because you have a beautiful, Mm -hmm. amazing art project that is outside of the uh, stadium as well on the wall. And so when we went down, there were a couple of people. One one day somebody was painting. Next day somebody. I took them down twice. Mm -hmm. And she's like, man, this is cool, Dad. I'm like, because she don't know anything about it. But it's also that same thing is – involving them in that art project and telling the story mm-hmm. of the journey that your people have been on, that this community has been on. And to me, it's like it's there's a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. And to be able to help all of our young people understand that and be a part of that, I can't thank you enough, man, for, for doing it. You're have, leading the way.
4: Anybody listening, we have a beautiful, beautiful mural. Yep. Black History local Black History mural that's on the outside of the stadium wall, hmm. and the funny thing about that, you gotta understand that that old white wall that it used to be was sacred. <laughs> like even though it was nothing on it, for some reason, just that whole whatever was like sacred to a lot of people. Like
3: don't touch that wall.
1: Really, <laughs> don't touch that wall. <laughs>
3: sounds like church. Say so <laughs> now that sounds like me, Scott. <laughs> I'm going really. Don't touch that <laughs> wall. Don't.
1: Like why? That's the, that's the wall. That's the is it because it was original, out. or
4: yeah, I think so. And it was yeah. it had Home of the, of the Captains or something on it, and I was like, listen, we are gonna touch that wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're, that yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's why you're it. friends with Justin. That's yeah. why you're friends. And here's what I'm gonna do,
4: because they came with a, They had this concept. The, this committee, and this city committee had this concept. Let's do a, a Black History mural. I was like, hmm, I got the perfect place for y'all. It was like, where? I say a wall, a white wall that on our church grounds on a baseball stadium that's old and historic. They came out. They was like, this is perfect. I said, all right, in my head, I already knew this white wall was sacred. So I said, hey, I am I am like the leader, right? So I ain't going to say <laughs> nothing to nobody. <laughs> Ask forgiveness. Yeah, I'm just going to... Let them come out here and start painting on the wall because my thought was- If you start asking, they're going to start excusing. Right. And so the best thing to do is let them do it. And then a lot of times people have to see it to buy into it. Yeah. So my thought was, all right, I'm going to let them see it. And once they see the faces and they see what's coming together, they won't have the resistance that I know I probably would initially got. Yeah. So I ain't saying nothing to anybody. <laughs> People are like, what they doing down there? Are they painting on the wall? What? You will see. You know, like just, <laughs> just letting it happen. And it's oh, awesome. See, you didn't play dumb? Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> <played> dumb, dumb, <laughs> I did. I played dumb. I played quiet. I played everything because I didn't want the devil to stop it. You yep. mm. feel what I'm saying? And so uh, I knew it was important. And let me tell you something. It was the best. I know that was God. No doubt. And the wisdom of God lead me because it was the best decision I could have made. I had no idea that this baseball league was going to be what it was. So all of these came together at one time. So when they paint on this wall and I'm seeing all these beautiful colors, these beautiful people um, from Shreveport and Lakeside Allendale that fought in the civil rights movement, their faces on here. I'm like, oh, man, this is really shaping up. Let's go ahead and get this league in here now. Because now we got these kids here, and they're going to start asking questions about who is that on the wall, Yeah, which is going to make me, uh, other parents, tell them about the people on the wall. Yep. Now we just had a history lesson yep. without them even knowing it. And so that's what happened. They took their team pictures in front of that wall with all of them beautiful colors and people behind them. Mm-hmm. So that when they're looking at their pictures 20 years from now, they see that as the backdrop. I'm thinking about all this, and it just came together, and I got to give God all the credit. For oh, all absolutely. the doors that were open to bring it together, we're Unless,
3: not that smart. We're not that. good. No, and I'm gonna give you <laughs> yeah. a pretty cool story on that. We'll we'll share it on on the simple church side of things because it's kind of cool if somebody listens to this. One of the cool parts about that too is go ahead and give them the buffer talk. You know, our boy, yeah, let's get ready so, to rumble. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this is pretty cool. You you know the yeah, uh, I was so
4: they took their pictures and so every team is named after a Negro League baseball team. And I did that just so that when the kids say. Who are the Chicago American Giants? That's the team they play on. That coach is now forced to talk to them about the Chicago American Giants. When that kid that has Jackie Robinson's number on the back of him for the Brooklyn Royal Giants, his daddy made sure he got that number. So he had to tell his son why he wanted him to wear that number for that particular team. So now we're capturing a generation on on knowledge through these other ways other than the classroom. By doing things and forcing them to ask questions, mm-hmm. and so I was posting the pictures on Twitter, and man, I kept I was took a nap and I kept hearing like my phone vibrating. I'm like, man, it's got to be like some group message, my friends talking crazy, and they just won't stop, me. Mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I'm in a couple of those, yeah. Yep. yeah. So I'm like really angry, like man, I wish they would just stop, you know. So finally, I was like, I'm tired of it just, you know, vibrating. Let me just wake up. I woke up and I was like, holy snap. Warren Buffer has retweeted my picture of my son and his teammates in the league, and he had a caption on it. He said, "I want. I just want to take this picture and hang it in my little living room." I tweet him back, "Please
2: <laughs> hang this picture in your living room. Yeah. I'm gonna give
4: you the names left or right or each kid. This is my son on the left. I'm begging you, take this picture, put it in your living room. I want my son in your living room. You know, like, that's cool. So he signed off on it. I um the um the National Negro League Baseball Museum that's in Kansas City, Missouri. They found out about it. They got, they got on board with it as well. And so now they they are asking us to come up, try to figure out a trip. Yeah, that we can take the kids up there. So I mean, you know, as more people hear about it, they want to do something because this is literally doing God's work but doing good to try to save our kids yeah. and start at the Earliest developmental age, instead of waiting to their middle school and high school to try to intervene, because you got a child now that's focused Mm -hmm. on being that gangster. Yep. Hmm. They focused on that. Now their mind is made up. No matter what I say, they in their minds they need they need to earn those stripes in their mind. Yep. And then when they get there, they discover this ain't what I thought. This ain't what I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. But now you got a 20-year sentence. Hmm. So even mm-hmm. if that is what you didn't want it to be, you can't go nowhere for the next twenty years. Feel yep. what I'm saying? Or yeah. you got a five year sentence, but you also a felon now. It's, it's Hard yeah. to yeah. get a job. Get a job. Yeah. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's start when they four, five, yeah. six. So we won't even have to worry yep. about the juvenile system. We want that thing to be empty. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. That's what we want. And I'm shooting for that to be that jail, that juvenile jail, yeah, to right. be empty. I'm trying to close that down. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And it's yeah. hard to
0: hate somebody you know. And it's hard that's, to hate who you know. That's it. We didn't
4: kill back then because those same people we played basketball with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. My my friends that were Crips growing up in the neighborhood, they were rolling sixty Crips. They stayed around the corner, but we played. We grew up playing together, so to us, they were just friends. All right, we, my brother and I, chose not to gang bang because our mama wasn't gonna allow it. Yeah. you wasn't coming in the house sagging your pants. Uh, you wouldn't come in the house just any kind of way. Yeah. So that just wasn't some. Even though our friends were, we knew we couldn't come in the house like that. Yeah. Oh, we were gonna sleep on the porch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's, man, that's what
4: she told us, and we believed them. Oh yeah. So that kept us straight. But I remember my my friends told me when they they're older now. We call them OGS. They too old a gang bang. Now they just sit on a crate <laughs> and talk every day and drink beer. Yeah. That's what the OGS do. Again, that you because you don't have an opportunity to do nothing with your life. Yeah. So any young pe- person listening to me, I'm telling you now, that's what you want to be. The OG does nothing but sit down every day in front of his or her house and drink because mm-hmm. they can't get a job. So that's what you—that's where you end up even if you do get free. Nevertheless, they told me the story. They said, man, I want you to know something. We were about to drive by on your neighbors because they were blood. So we had a mess in our neighborhood, had the Crips behind us, blood's next to us, but they were more coming in. I grew up with the Crips, so we were friends. Mm -hmm. These guys were like intruders coming into a Crip neighborhood, and they chose the house next to us. And that was the worst few years of our life because we couldn't go to sleep without something going on next door, whether it was somebody getting shot in the yard. Wow. It was just crazy stuff. And they said, man, we were about to drive by. On their house, because we were mad they moved into the neighborhood. And he said, man, one of the homies said, man, that's Miss Wilson and um, Brian and Jamal next door. We can't do that, man. Wow. That saved our life, but that's the power of relationships. (laughs) That's true, man. That literally our our house was saved that day from being a part of a drive-by because the Crips knew us because we went outside and played together yeah we were on the same teams together that's what we missing so the kids grow up being enemies instead of friends because they've never had any kind of interaction with each other yeah you feel what i'm saying oh yeah i'm absolutely. not gonna kill somebody that was my teammate growing yep. up yeah i know their mother they know me regardless of the differences we have mm-hmm. i respect that too much But we don't know each other in our community.
1: Plus, your mother sounds scary. (laughs) She's tough. Hey, she (laughs) needed
4: to be. Yeah, she passed away. But let me tell you something, man. She was tough because she had to be. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. You got when you're raising two boys practically by yourself. Yep. In a house by yourself, and you and you in a black neighborhood, a bunch about around a bunch of bad influence. Yep. Like gangs and stuff, and you got these two kids. You got to put some fear into
0: them.
3: That's what I'm talking about. You got
4: to put some fear into them to keep them straight. She I'm thankful did for she did, Brian, because you
3: here. God so, man, knew yes. you. She sounds mm-hmm. like you'd be friend with your mom. Oh, no,
0: yes. yeah. My <laughs> mom was that way. My mom was that same way. Judy,
1: <laughs> Judy was tough. There ain't nothing yes. wrong. Hey,
3: listen, fear is a good thing. Yeah. My, it's
1: My
4: mom told me, man, I think uh, she told me, if you get a girl pregnant, you're going to take care of them and you're going to move in with them. Now, we ain't. Middle school and high school. <laughs> that's, the, that's a scary thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But let me tell you something. We didn't get nobody pregnant until we got married. That's right. That's me and my brother because that was in our minds. She said, when you get 18, you got two choices. You can go to the Army or you can go to college, but you can't stay here. <laughs> we believed that going through high school. So when we got to senior year, it was Army. Or college. Or the college. What's your choice? But you cannot (laughs) live in this house anymore. She was adamant about that. So we both went to college. That's just the fear she put in us. It kept us motivated to Mm -hmm. do what we needed to do. You
1: couldn't have gone to the Air Force? The
4: military was not necessarily desirable to go uh, back then unless you just had to. If you had to go then, because it worked out for a lot of my friends. But they recognized they weren't, like, college material. Yeah. yeah. You know, I felt like college was my
3: best route, man. I wasn't trying to go to no military. Hey, you no did it, baby. I'm grambling. Mean. You made it happen. Yeah, man. Here's the hey. thing,
1: though. Just going back to what you said earlier. Now, you said you want your your one of your groups, one of your teams, to go to Little League World, World Series eventually. Mm-hmm. Judging by your prayer life, you might want to prepare now. <laughs> Yeah, man, could happen. Because it sounds like you could go every pretty so quick. Every so far. Yeah. yeah, if you're judging by everything that's happened so far, you might want to start now. You might want to go ahead and get the uniforms, just get yeah, ready. Get it
4: ready, baby. Yeah. We can make it
1: happen.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and uh, with, like I said, the uniforms, like for the spring, you know, my wife was like, hey, let's charge a $20 fee just to kind of cut some of the strain of having to make sure we get the 2500 to pay for every kid's uniform. I was like, nope. If I got to beat the streets again, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Oh yeah, we'll but figure it out. Yeah, we will definitely help. I'm not gonna do it because that's one of the that's one of the selling points of our league is you don't have to, we don't cut the costs because we don't want your child to not be involved because you can't afford no child true. to do it because that happens. Oh yeah, parents will literally take that child out of a because I can't keep paying the fee every year.
2: Yeah, for yeah. her to
4: be a cheerleader, I can't keep that up. Feel what I'm saying? I can't keep that up for him. No, football, just, got yeah. to buy, they got to buy a uniform and pay to be a part of the league.
3: Well it's kinda like it's, it's yeah. got, let's go back to the Simple Church way, and this is the whole thing is keeping it real. You know, everybody will always have an excuse on well, why you should do it differently. Like we don't take an offering. We never take an offering to Simple Church. Okay. Ever. 14 years. Very weird, very strange. And so somebody that's a Christian will be like, well, I don't know why you don't do that. It's like, you can still give. Ain't nobody hurt you. I didn't, just because I ain't passed the chicken bucket don't mean you can't put something, to, call the office, give it the church, give online. Mm-hmm. Well, the same way, the reason that we don't is so that when someone comes in that is not familiar with church and they have never been there and man, they're down on their luck from homeless to a bad year, they don't have that pressure. Right. They're not sitting there going, man, that's all they care about this church is trying to. Because I don't want Jesus to be portrayed that way. I don't want to come across that way. And then on the other side, I'm like, man, if you got something to give, please give. (laughs) Because it helps us to do all that we're doing, whether that's feeding kids or whether that's putting shoes on the feet of kids or, you know, helping the hurricane victims or helping, you know, down at Galilee or whatever. And most people figure that out pretty quickly. And then the ones that are – and ironically, if someone's trying to figure it out – the person that does have the extra twenty goes, "Hey man, I'm gonna give it to you because I know you're gonna help another kid that can help somebody that I, you know, maybe I can't." So I admire it. I think it's a good thing, man. You got to try to figure it out, and everybody's got an opinion on that. But if that's what you feel like you got to do, dude, I, I got you, Dawg. Yeah. I feel you back.
2: We got to keep it free.
3: Yeah, it's just my opinion. Yeah. If I got it's to good. it, yeah, we got to keep it free. Bro. And it lets other people be generous. It gives them a
0: chance to give and something to do to get involved yeah. in. So maybe you're listening to this and you've been trying to find something, or you yeah. love baseball,
2: and that's why we wanted to have you on.
4: The, the community was so generous the first time around, and here's why I appreciate them. I didn't have anything to prove to them. <clears throat> to prove to them, yeah. But that, they gave in faith was going to work. That I was actually going to use the money to do this. I didn't have nothing but a vision that I went to these people with because it hadn't started yet. I, I I told myself, all right, you ain't going to jump out there till you know you got the money. So yeah, I just started with a piece of paper. Had a kid on there like he was swinging them back. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. And I went to everybody that I just felt like maybe it would be open. I went to Origin Bank and Mr. Little, and man, they donated $5,000. I mean, he was like, Wow. I said, Oh, Mr. Little, uh, can I get some help? He was like, uh, Well, what you need? I was like, I'm sending a budget over to you. So I'm telling my wife, Hey, uh, we need, might need to shrink this thing a little bit, <laughs> right? Because I don't want to lose him yeah. off of this. So I was like, okay. she was like, okay, just send it. I was like, all right. It was five thousand dollars. That was the budget for the league this this for the fall. I sent a five thousand dollar budget to him. He called me, he say, um, Mr. Wilson, this all you want? I say, uh uh, if you want to give any more, <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me rewrite uh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh snap, I should have <laughs> went a little bit on this thing. Oh, like, yeah. Should have put some more stuff on here. <laughs> I was like, wow. They gave five thousand. That did a big help yeah. towards paying for the kids' uniforms. Every kid got a trophy. So that paid a big help. Um the DA of Cattle Parish, James Stewart, came in. The guy that owns a lot of McDonald's around here, um, uh, Mr. Griggs different local barber shops, funeral home, Winfield Funeral Home. Um, man, one guy saw it and he said, what What did you need? He saw the story. He came out for opening day and brought 20 baseball helmets. Hmm, that's awesome. Which was like a blessing because I'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. how important it is for the community to contribute to make this happen. We, we lived off of those donated helmets this season mm-hmm. because most of our kids, did not have a helmet. Yeah. Because they cost at least $35 to $55 for a T-ball helmet. That that right there for a parent that's struggling, they, go, they turn them back out the door because they still got to get the bat, the gloves, and the cleats. Mm-hmm. You understand? So they still got a long way to go. Every child has some a helmet on their head because of that donation. Hmm. Every time they went out there. That, no doubt he saved us with that. Every child had a glove. You know, man, we had so many. We had kids that would show up to the games with no, they didn't have a glove. Their parent just couldn't couldn't afford to get it. They just didn't know where to get it, they had no idea. Well, we would have to just like get a glove. But it was because of donations, we were able to buy five or 10 gloves. Mm -hmm. And I told a kid, don't even give it back. And that's mean, you know. I, I'm my, my wife had to bring me in sometimes <laughs> with, this, with this free stuff, man. But I just understand how hard it is being raised by a single yeah. mom. If you can get it for free, I think that's the best thing you need to do. Yeah, is give it to them for free because, man, it's they. It's a whole lot of other stuff that they're responsible for and that they worried about. And the last thing they need to be able to do is have to pay to get their child involved in something. That's productive for them. Yeah. You know, it's, I even have a hard time. Why well, I got to take out a loan for education? Man, I need it. Mm-hmm. I ought to be paying for that. You know, <laughs>
1: I'm like, it's tough.
4: all the money we got in this world, in this country? Yeah. Man, kids ought to be able to go
3: to school for free. Yeah, it's tough, man, I know.
1: I dare say you're probably the only free league in the area.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Man, that's if
1: you think about all the other sports and oh, yeah. even in the public me, school system. I
4: just signed my son off for basketball five years old. And it was $150 just for sign up. Wow.
1: <laughs> plus uniform. Uh,
4: plus the t shirt.
1: Hmm. The t shirt, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, look, we can't get in oh, That's okay, right. Okay. Look, we come I'm back. I'm sorry, I took us down. No, we got
3: it because we're almost out of time. I got to get too. I got to know. Right. I'm supposed to be there right now. So yeah. to wrap up, though, Spring League, is there yep. sign-ups? If somebody spring
0: wants to coach? If there's wants to sign
4: up a coach. We need oh, as many coaches and, and kids as we, we can get. We already have over 50 kids registered for the spring Wow, already. We don't have no coaches, all right, because that's a big sacrifice. Yep. First thing I want to tell you, if you want to coach, Spring season, our, our, our coaches will not be called coaches anymore in our league. They will now be called mentors. Okay. That will be the title because we want the coaches to understand that the priority here is not to teach them baseball. But That's secondary. The priority is to mentor these children so that they can have a man or a woman mm-hmm. that they can call on or look up to. And so we won't call you coaches anymore. Mm-hmm. You will be mentors from now on. That's it. That's my coach. It's my mentor because I think the name means a lot. When you yeah. get caught up in that coach thing, something happened to you. Even if you <laughs> coach the child, <laughs> you, well, that's true. Yeah, you're, yeah, you the big dog now. Yeah. You know, you go home word about a T-ball game. You know I mean? <laughs> the score. Right. he up at listen, night. I used to, I used, to, I used to coach real quick. I used to coach my son T-ball team in another league. And man, after we lost the game, I'd be up all night on YouTube looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for other drills, man and <laughs> Trying to figure out how I can exchange the lineup up Foot, foot, wee ball For three-year-olds,
0: man It didn't matter, <laughs> That's did how it. crazy I was Because I was the coach Right you yeah. feel See, what I'm saying? I, I went and coached my three-year-old soccer We went the other direction I just didn't want it to be over I wanted to be done <laughs> <laughs> We were not studying and doing See, that
1: I've been I now. almost want to be a coach now Yeah, yeah you yeah. could be so a mentor, well, yeah, mentor, Mentor, I'm sorry, mentor So here's the
0: website www. And I'm going to put this in the show notes so that they're listening to this podcast. They can go back and right, look at it.
4: www.urbanteballtee.com. Real easy to remember. www.urbanteballtee.com. Awesome. The name of our league is the Galilee Urban Ball League. Galilee Urban Ball League. So the website is www.urbanteeball. Com. Makes sense. So when is it starting? Do you have a start uh, date, roughly? Uh, so we're going to start, and we don't have the date. That's fine, yeah. But we're but definitely going to start in the spring. Yeah. Probably around when every other league starts yeah. in the spring. March, April, and then... And, I, and I, 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 I'm adamant about this. We have to have everybody a part of our league. Not, I just Not just black people. Yeah. Mm. This league is for everybody, and in order for it to be what it can be, in totality, we need everybody. Yeah, we yeah. need every race. I don't care what color you are. I That's just awesome. believe everything is better when we do it together.
3: That's good.
0: So yeah. is there a deadline for mentors? Do you have a date or you're trying uh, to hit by? The sooner the better. The sooner the
4: better. www.urbantball.com. You can sign up to be to play in it, whether it's your child, mm-hmm. or you can sign up to coach. they have registrations for both. We need as many coaches.
0: We need as many mentors. mentors. There you go. There we, we go. Can yeah. get. And same then we're little talking little. about collecting gear, and we'll do that as it gets closer.
3: Yeah, we're yeah. going to do the same thing. I'll, I'll, if people are already starting to want to get involved, I have a couple of emails of people you know that are trying to figure that out. Says so we get a little closer, we can get some of the supplies and together and if you
4: have somebody from the church that you know has a passion for this. I would like to, um, because I know they call me like the commissioner, but I would like to have two commissioners mm-hmm. so that when I can't be there, somebody else can. Yeah. You and need and some help because you there every night. Yeah, yeah, so I think it'll be great though. Yeah, if we had someone from your church, oh, sure, I'm congregation sure that, we, that, that would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. and we can be the co commissioners oh, together. Sure. Yeah, because again, my vision I, I don't want just black kids, yeah, I want mm. everybody. It's I community, want that, yeah. I don't want that little league team that we take to the world series to just be a, a black little league team. Mm-hmm. I just think. Everything is better again when yeah. we do it together. Oh yeah, yeah. That's You're why I love it,
1: baby. That's why I love it. It's awesome. And get ready for our softball. We we should oh, yeah. be we'll, open. We'll do it
3: in <laughs> the spring. Yeah. We'll do. A we fundraiser. should do. We right. should be
1: the opener. fundraiser We're gonna have a spring. Uh, spring. Like it, we're gonna
3: have a. We're yeah. gonna have a little fun. We'll Y'all do it. I'm gonna take that L
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> I we'll <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> like it all on I tell my
4: son, he's six years old. I say, son, we don't come out here to play. We come out here to win. You be looking
3: at me like, "Daddy, you crazy?" No, I ain't crazy. Hey. We came to win. He's so, crazy. Y'all bust me out of retirement. He's crazy. Hey, hey, back yeah, in the day, right. we got a ringer. You remember the MTV Rock and Jock softball? That's what you need. They had yes. like little special things yes. out in the yes. field. Absolutely. You get their thing. We
4: can have some fun. And the community oh. that's gonna come from that. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. The yeah. fellowship is gonna be
3: amazing. We'll have. We're gonna do it. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Absolutely. Awesome. Brian, thank you Thank you for your thanks all you're for doing Thanks for coming love on you Keep praying for him. That's a partner right there Yes, sir Pastor Brian Wilson Thank y'all so much All right, dude Much That's love it's my, This is my second church right here That's Aww. it, baby I'm wondering if I can move on down, too I'm going to be down in Galilee you Y'all might need, need to switch up. a day There yeah. we yeah, go.
4: go Yeah, we're going to do that, there you too go Come on I need switch you to come on and
3: preach to them yeah, I'll keep you. It's open, uh, baby Come yeah. on Yeah, I want to be there, though, when you do that You I do,
4: too I just make sure everything Yeah,
3: hey Second Mount Zion I went to Second Mount yeah. Zion Did it We had a good time yeah, With it I promise yeah, yeah. you Yeah I just it's want to a, be there the, the, Yeah Yeah to, to see but, it To witness Ask yeah, forgiveness later To
4: witness And <laughs> to witness in the, in the get everybody Comfortable Yeah right? <laughs> Everybody just take A deep yeah, that breath way, and Yeah you, you
1: shouldn't say anything Just let it happen Oh I ain't
2: gonna say nothing Yeah Oh <laughs> Lord Yeah I, just really,
4: I really want to be There to the witness I'm told if I I'm at, I, I can't wait Yeah he's Justin some, to come preach at He's Galilee. crazy man But I can't wait To see everybody else When Justin come preach Yeah Cause Justin Gonna come as Justin and, and It's the only uh, way He knows to be it. That's yeah, all I know yeah. man <laughs> Just it <laughs> don't, don't wear the tie man I don't wear no tie, tie. now Maybe I, I ain't it. never Wore no tie I said I'm <laughs> not, gonna put not a hey, simple you know, church You know I passed A traditional church <laughs> Oh yeah We gotta put Justin Out the pool pit Yeah Yeah cover, <laughs> hey, You
2: can't you Yeah can't they come won't come let in him In the pool pit Without a tie on. What's wrong yeah. with
4: you Yeah The Bible ain't said Nothing about a How many ties Jesus wear That's right
3: You could preach In that with us though Yeah you can come on Just like that I know You got it baby no I I gotta get out of here. Man. <laughs> I love like y'all dude. Yeah, I do too, man. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to that conversation. It's great to great. hear what Brian's doing. And I'm so thankful, much history. Scott, that people are trying to do good around shreveport bossier mm, And I'm thankful for Thanksgiving. It's coming. Yes. It is the season. Mm. But we hope you enjoyed that conversation. We would love for you to go to urbantiball.com. Urbantiball.com. Link is in the show notes. We're just going to start saying that. Maybe this should be our unofficial Urban sponsor. T-Ball. Idiot. is. Let's start sponsoring. Boom. It. I like it. it sponsor us. Anyway We're gonna shout them out Because it is shout a great out. organization And shout. we'd love for some Simple Church shout. folks To become mentors To go help this yes, spring not and coaches get
1: Mentors Because there is a difference We learned
0: that now So thanks yes. for downloading Subscribe so you get All these stories Subscribe today Next week we're gonna be Talking about a benefit concert That helped to go do stuff Down south with the Hurricane mm, Relief That blew which up I've
1: been there And it's pretty tragic
0: It's Everybody forgets about it We move on in the news cycle yeah. but, but there's they're still need
1: There's still There's still kids Not going to school Because the schools Can't go There's gone. Yeah. There you go.
0: But download, subscribe, make sure you give us a five-star review. Also, people without power.
1: Still, to this day, there are people in South Louisiana that still don't have power. Never stop doing
0: good, Scott. Thanks for listening. (laughs) We hope you have a great week.
1: Happy November. Happy November and happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you at Christmas.